Let's do it. All right. You're listening to, and if you're catching this clip on the Twitters or LinkedIn, watching, not CNBC, because Dan Newman, we have Dan Newman from Futurum Group, who's in his CNBC background studio. I've seen this studio several times, Dan. Welcome back to the show. The Room Raider says it's pretty good. Uh, the wife actually keeps telling me I need to reorganize the stuff behind me. And I'm like, I don't know. I think it looks pretty good. I, I, you know, I'm not, for me, it's symmetry matters. It's pretty symmetrical. And I, and I dig that. So, you know, the title uh, of the podcast is a little bit deceptive. You know, the, you know, Keith Townsend is leaving the CTO advisor. The a part of it is true. Uh, it's more of a rebirth. Dan, do you want to break the news to the audience? What the, what are we doing here? I would say Keith is about to triple the size of the CTO advisor. And that's just what we're going to do in the next year would be a better title. So I think the question is, uh, first off, for those who don't know, what is the Futurum Group? Well, so I haven't like broken anything yet. I kind of broke something, but uh, you know, the Futurum Group is the new home of the CTO advisor. Is 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 how I see it, Keith. But it's so much more than that. So, thanks for asking. So, the Futurum Group is the fastest growing independent research analysis uh, firm on the planet, and with the CTO advisor now part of the Futurum Group, that growth is only going to accelerate and get faster. So we are a firm made up of uh, an incredible team of analysts, thought leaders, pundits, thinkers. Uh, We serve over 250 of the world's most prolific tech companies as advisors, researchers, uh, building intelligence, doing testing, validations, lab work, TCOs, studies, teardowns, talking to CEOs, advising hundreds of the world's uh, most innovative companies and their CEOs. Um, and we are on a growth, uh, we are having a major growing spree. And Keith, I couldn't be more proud to have spent a year talking to you about how coming together, we could grow faster. And while I only gave a snippet of what we do there, as I explained to us, because, you know, I can't do it in less than like six minutes. I've done it in a lot of sales calls, Keith. Um I'm so excited to have you and to have the team, the CTO advisor team now as part of the Futurum Group. So we're extremely excited to, as you said, it's been a year of me and you talking. And one of the challenges when figuring out this type of relationship, you ran through Futurum Group's services, et cetera, and they seem to overlap with what the CTO advisor does. So isn't this more just a aqua hire than anything else? Well, I mean, I think labels are good for trying to maybe tweet something, but I think when you're really trying to explain to the market and to a customer, it's about it's about scale, synergy, and and, and, and expansion. I mean, Futurum has an incredible capability to speak to markets uh, among the most cited analysts in the world in terms of the press, the quotes. 
um, most uh, actively cited and contributing to major television networks, business networks. So Fox Business, CNBC, Bloomberg, Yahoo Finance. But we also um, have a real scope that goes from the CEO all the way to the practitioner. And one of the things that I saw in our time spent together, Keith, is you have this knack, this tenacity about trying to get into the head of that that practitioner, those technical uh, resources inside of companies, those that are making decisions and helping to decide which technology are we going to invest in, which are we going to deploy? And by the way, how do we improve that entire experience? And I think that we do that a little bit at the Futurum Group. We have some, some great people here, but you are going to help us take that whole part of our business to another level. And I think that's why the CTO advisor isn't leaving. The CTO advisor is not only alive and well, but the CTO advisor is really just at the beginning of a journey to go from this very exciting brand that you've spent the last several years building, Keith, to a brand that's going to help jettison what we were doing at the Futurum Group and how we're connecting not only executives and industries and ecosystems, but practitioners and users to help them guide their journey of digital transformation, cloud infrastructure investment, and of course, next level AI services. So uh, as me and Dan have talked about this joining of capabilities over the past year, he's gotten to know kind of me and what drives me. And what drives me is helping the folks who listen to this podcast do their jobs better, help people to make decisions around uh, what services or products they should buy or investigate buying, what abilities should they uh, add to their staffing levels, what personal skills should they do. And then, you know, the occasional just went uh, 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 chin wag about the industry at all so that you stay informed about what's happening. Me and Dan did this a few weeks ago doing VMware Explorer, where we talked about the Broadcom deal of them buying VMware, which Broadcom promises will be closed in the next few days. Dan will, uh, will, will you know, a few weeks. The we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that in the future. So the Futurum Group helps me accelerate telling that story, helps give me additional resources to tell this story, that, to drive this mission home. So the CTO advisor mission isn't changing. I think one of the things that when these acquisitions happen, one of the things that the stakeholders, the people who consume our content and uh, uh, and rely on us for data is kind of saying, you know what, but how would this impact me? How would this impact them individually? How do you think this will impact my audiences and uh, customers I advise? Well, first of all, Keith, I think our comp, a conversation that we had at VMware Explorer is, is so indicative of what the next generation capabilities of a CTO advisor feature and group tie-up looks like. Historically speaking, you had this particular part of that practitioner audience that you'd so engaged. But the ability to now go 360 degrees and look through the lens from a company perspective, executive perspective, from the partners and ecosystems, from, from the technologists provides a very holistic view that's reflective of how companies need to make technology decisions. Things, if you want to be the fastest moving company in technology, you cannot make decisions in a vacuum. It cannot be only technology led and it cannot be only business led. We really need to create this intersection and it's a dynamic point inside of a business. 
think of us as the iPass of, of, of analyst and advisory firms now. You have the technology and you have the infrastructure, but really, if you want to make those services go faster, you need that iPass layer. So you need to be thinking about things really across a continuum from business to technology, and you need to be able to understand all of the implications of a decision, whether that's going on-prem, moving to the cloud, whether that's a hybrid infrastructure, whether that's going open source, using a closed architecture, whether that's implementing new applications, running Gen AI. These are all things that we think about. And, and if you're a technologist, you go, oh, it's a technology decision. And if you're a business person, you're going, well, how do we eliminate all the technology or as much as possible and make it <laughs> as simple and straightforward and actually take all the complexity out? And the truth is you can't do either. You can't make all your decisions based purely on the tech especially with all the, uh, the exponential technology debt that lives inside of organizations. And you can't make entire decisions based upon some nouveau CNBC clip that you caught about some raving cool technology that's going to secure your entire enterprise with one click. It just, it doesn't happen, right? It's like those people that say, set up this whole thing with three clicks. And you're like, no, it's 24 clicks. That's, you know, there's architecture and then there's reality. And what I'm really hoping that we can do together is we continue to have conversations that are grounded in reality that, that help unpack architecture and become really, you know, ground source of truth to the world about which technology companies are, you know, creating and innovating, which ones bring the most value and which ones are pragmatically most uh, important to helping companies shift and meet their digital transformation goals. Yeah. And if I was to summarize the conversation we had around the VMware deal, it was, you know what, VMware has great technology, it has great community, it has uh, great solutions, a great history, and it's been a great technology partner. I would summarize that as my section of it. And your perspective is, you know, they, they earned the right to be acquired. The, you know, they, they uh, were extremely... I don't think it's anywhere the any other way to put it. They just weren't successful in uh, driving home their cross cloud message and their cross cloud capability. And Broadcom saw opportunity. And if customers are going to benefit, it's going to be a benefit of Broadcom being able to focus VMware and uh, get that value for customers. Because from a business perspective, they they're in a, uh, a great perspective and market perspective. They're in a great perspective to drive that value. And that's, I think that's, that's what we, the, the, the summary of that conversation. Well, if, if you actually look at a company and a business and it's, and it's purpose, Keith, I still remember when I did my MBA, my first ever professor said to me, you know, that the number one job of a manager is to create shareholder value. Now, I think we can argue in, 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 in modern times, it's more than just shareholders, it's stakeholders, it's communities, it's, it's, it is purpose and values and, and creating a brand promise. But the, the, the root of his message, and again, you know, you age, how messages change over decades, you know, I'm getting old now, but um, the root of his message is you have to actually appease both sides. You do have to appease the shareholder. And you have to appease the customer and you have to kind of continuously do these things in this virtuous cycle that creates a flywheel that businesses grow upon. And so VMware had a had a had a virtuous cycle in its, you know, in its core products in the original era of virtualization where it was the thing and it had that momentum. 
And many companies kind of do live their entire uh, life from the inception to their biggest point to when they tend to fade off. And we've seen Fortune 500 companies fade off for decades now because of digital transformation and disruption, but where often it's only one or two products that a company has ever really been built on. And so VMware, uh, you know, can, can, can really be recognized for a company that built solutions that changed industries. The challenge is when you hit this inflection and this big inflection of multi-cloud and, and open source, we don't know yet, but the, the way the trend line was, was, was going, it was becoming indicative with, you know, high single digit, low double digit growth of the company that the historic successful product was no longer going to enable a future of growth in its, in where it needed to grow. Um, and, and, and I'm getting to my point. It takes me a while sometimes, Keith, so just bear with me. Um, VM, VMware was cr- trying to kind of continue to grow through trying a lot of things. It got into a lot of areas, into security, into multi-cloud, into its core business. It was in networking. It was, it was doing a little bit of everything. And what was the thing that was really working? What was still really the core business that was, was driving its, its growth? Um, Broadcom is uniquely capable of extracting shareholder value, meaning that's their skill set. So it is kind of, VMware has always been an incredibly customer-centric, purpose-led company that was all about delivering greatness to its customer. So what I'm really hoping, you know, because I've been more positive on this move than others, but I'm hoping that that deep desire for shareholder value combined with the core VMware root of wanting to be customer-obsessed becomes kind of this meeting spot in the middle that says, we can continue to extract value out of core. We will innovate where there's an opportunity. I mean, we won't be so broadly focused. We're going to pick multi-cloud on-prem, mostly private cloud is where I see it going. And we're going to double down, triple down, and lean into the fact that a lot of data is on-prem still. A lot of workloads still uh, in private data. A private cloud is still going to be a thing for a very long time. And, and Broadcom can put its capabilities of, of really extracting shareholder value and mirror it to what VMware does in terms of its customer focus to deliver growth. It won't be perfect. There will be hiccups, um, but so, I don't think it's, I don't, I think there's, that's, you know, it took me a while, right? I'm almost there, but I'll, I'll pause there because I said a lot. So I think what you just laid out is a great example of why I should probably become a Manchester United fan because Dude. you're an Arsenal fan <laughs> and we need to figure out ways to still work together. I'm not a soccer fan. I'm not a football player. So I'm, you, you don't have to worry about me becoming yeah. a Manchester. I, okay. I just wanted to dig in that you're Arsenal. You know, it's a Champions now. League day today. I mean, you're 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 teetering on, you know, getting hung up on right now. <laughs> but I, but I think you previewed the uh, the dynamic of the, the, the relationship that Futurum Group the larger brand and the CTO advisor, the brand that I'll be the, well, not be the brand that I'm as of this recording, I'm the president of the CTO advisor, a Futurum group company. I still think Futurum group, Futurum dot CTO advisor is a much more geekier, cooler name, but we'll, we'll, we'll work through getting there. That's a, that's a, you know, months not days but we're we're we've got a plan keith and yeah, it's gonna be cool i mean yeah, the, the thing is is, is future group really is just in its infancy up to the change that you're about to see so we may be bigger but we're not even close to where we see this thing going i mean we've doubled the company year after year after year and in a few years we should be the we should be among the three largest research companies in the world so 
it'll take it, it you know there's some work to be done we're not there yet but uh you got to sometimes stake your ambition. You know how you said you're going to run so much every day. I remember watching you do that. I'm oh, yeah. run, you know, yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, when you want to lose weight, um, you know, it's sometimes good to tell the world I'm going to lose 10 pounds because then you feel like you're holding yourself accountable. Cause sometimes when you just tell yourself that, and then you run into the kitchen and you see that pile of nachos there and you're like, oh, I can start my diet tomorrow. But when you declare your intent to change the world, or to change yourself, or to change your business, I always think that's a great way to hold accountability to yourself. So we want to keep growing, Keith, and I, I couldn't be more proud to have you as part of that part of that. So I, I love that transition to kind of our last point, which is tangibly, what will people see different in the CTO advisor in the future group as folks are seeing us out at shows, seeing our content? customer relationships what are some of the the you know we've talked at kind of the 30 and 50,000 foot layer what what's the on the ground what how are people going to see things in a, a different way I'm like am I going to be on a six five at some point you might you very well might so we've got a lot of different things brewing and we want to make sure that we're talking across that continuum that I mentioned you know I think you've built an incredibly purposeful brand and you've built an audience that respects you and your opinions and your format, that little, that little dazzling board you write on mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the light board, the light board. Um, but not just the light board, just the way you interact and engage your community, Keith, it's, it's special. And I want to make sure we maintain the integrity of that, but obviously we want to pivot bigger audiences, bigger distribution, more promotion, more visibility. Uh, maybe I'll see Keith on, maybe Keith on Bloomberg, maybe Keith on uh, CNBC, maybe, um, you know, maybe Keith's Airstream at an event doing not just CTO advisor, but doing all kinds of Futurum and 6.5 content together. I think it's all about scale. It's about uh, momentum, velocity. And, uh, you know, I also think there's always a purpose. And I can tell you this, having done seven acquisitions in a year, there's always a purpose of learning and growing together. You always have uh, findings. You'll never get it all. You know, we talked about Broadcom VMware. I don't care if it's a massive company or a small business. Every acquisition comes with its own excitement and complexity. And we will learn more and more over the next several months about the ways that we can truly engage to maximize this opportunity. What I do know is um, the Futurum Group clients, uh, the 250 plus that I mentioned, and the Futurum Group's audience, which is millions every month of eyeballs that see our content are interested in hearing what you have to say, Keith, and what the CTO advisor has to say. So I'm excited to just see how this materializes, uh, but I'm also you know, constantly disrupting myself. So I'm also kind of interested in seeing what opportunities are going to expose themselves that we have not yet uh, identified. And so that's yeah, one of the most exciting part. Day, this has been day two and I've already reached out to some of the extended Futurum group team, the labs teams where there's overlap because plain and simple, as we look at what we're trying to do and what we want to accomplish, we need the CTO advisor brand to be just that a brand, not just Keith Townsend, but uh, many of the folks that you've seen on the CTO advisor platform in years past, we are going to uh, hopefully deepen those relationships, put those folks out, uh, in front more 
And because the, the, you know, as you mentioned, 250 customers, I can't interview all 250 customers. The, we need help to look at this from that practitioner's lens. In the short term, if you want to find out more about the CTO Advisor, the webpage is still there, thectoadvisor.com. All of my content is still going to be there. It's going, you're going to see some syndication across the Futurum Group's uh, platform. Speaking of the Futurum Group platform, Dan, how can people find the Futurum Group? Yeah, so the Futurum Group can be found easily at www.futurumgroup.com. Um, of course, you can find us on the Twitters. You can, is it X? You can find us on the X. It is officially X. I Twitter, Twitter said somebody I know. Somebody yeah. I know misses Twitter. Yes. We're on LinkedIn. You can find my commentary, Daniel Newman's commentary, uh, regularly on Forbes. You just search it. You can also uh, check out all of our pods. We're all over the YouTubes at the Futurum Group uh, on the YouTubes. And we will be hopefully on your favorites list soon uh, to check out not just all the CTO Advisor shows that you're, of course, watching right now, but all of Futurum's content, which should take you on a diverse journey across 14 technology adjacencies from chips to SaaS, from deep technology to global technology policy. We do it all, and now with the CTO Advisor, we're going to do it just a little bit or a lot better. All right, and obviously, the CTO Advisor podcast isn't going anywhere. We'll talk to you next week with some more exciting uh, content from industry leaders. Thanks, Dan. Bye-bye.